0: Previously on Hound Radio's Arch Campbell podcast.
1: Lou Charlotte, have you launched a cult yet now that you know no. the, the rules? No, it's thing thing in... yeah.
0: we'll the, cult the, <laughs> the cult of cinema Lou. The cult of AMC.
1: We go to We're movies. We're having That's our meetings at
0: AMC. <laughs> the Arch Campbell podcast featuring Arch, Lou Katz, and a cast of thousands begins now. <laughs> Well, that was Jason Fraley and me discussing the cult of cinema. Lou, which may be coming to an AMC near you. And we'll hear more about that today. Uh, meantime, I am Arch Campbell, and this is the podcast that tries to keep you up on the ever changing world of entertainment. Lou Katz, our great producer and enabler. <laughs> is in the Cats Podcast Studio headquarters.
2: I'm here with my razor blade all ready to do the editing here, so (laughs) go forth, gentlemen, go forth.
0: (laughs) Yeah, be be careful what you use that razor blade on. (laughs) I thought I would throw out a theme today because the summer season is over, and uh, the theme, uh, one theme I've come up with instead of what are you watching is basically uh, what have you liked? So the theme is what have you liked streaming? What have you liked at the movies? And to answer that, two wonderful experts. First in Los Angeles, our dear friend Oliver Jones, the reviewer for Observer.com and professor at Emerson College. Hello, Oliver. Hey, Oliver. Great to see you guys. Always happy to have you uh, and to get a West Coast view of things. And on a private beach somewhere on the East Coast, the network television producer and movie junkie. Yes, (laughs) it's another appearance by Cinema Lou Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Hello, Cinema Lou. Mm Hello.
1: Thank you, Arch. Thank you, Oliver. Lou, great to see you.
0: Do they have tanning beds at the uh, AMC out on the beach? (laughs)
1: That's a great idea. I'm going to
0: suggest it. (laughs) Okay, so, so here we go, and let's start with Cinema Lou. Today I am challenging you to name five movies you really liked so far this year, and I could make it a more difficult challenge. I could make it name five movies you really liked that aren't Oppenheimer or Barbie.
1: <laughs> but either way you want to add. Well, okay, here are my five. Okay. Past Lives, I love Past Lives. Very a good. Small, small movie that uh, not a lot of people saw, but I thought it was terrific. What a good story this is. Childhood sweethearts who reconnect 20 years later and realize they were meant for each other. In the story, I would be the evil white American husband standing in the way of destiny.
0: Shut up. He was just this kid in my head for such a long time. I think I just missed him. Did he miss
1: you? 1001, which I thought was a great movie. What um, was that? It, uh, it's, uh, it's streaming now, if you're interested. It's, um, it's about this woman who gets out of prison and reclaims her son from the foster system. And it's really... Uh, it, uh, the 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 star of the movie and I don't forget her name. She's a, uh, a hip hop artist. I think this might be her first acting job, and she was great. It's a great movie. Oh,
2: you have it was one idea? of the big I mean, winners out of the Sundance Film Festival arch, and uh, it was an extremely moving film with a great. Uh, I don't know if you want to just call it a twist or a hook, but just mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's just a good story, I guess you could say. You know where it's streaming?
1: I think it's. I think at this point it might be pay. For, you know, you pay for it so it mm-hmm. might be on most of the uh, okay. most of the well, services. I know, I well, I have Barbie, Barbie and Oppenheimer, but I, I could replace one of them. You know, I don't have on my list Air, which which I could easily replace uh, one of those two movies. But I think Barbie and Oppenheimer, we're talking about great movies and summer movies. I, I don't think you can leave them off the list. Um, no. You know, no. The, and, and the same reason why we'll talk about this later in the year, of course, so I think they should be both nominated for Best Picture because they, again, changed the, uh, the, the, the the you know, they changed the way people go to movies again. Yeah. And I think that's important. And my, my fifth movie, and I don't know if anyone will agree with me, but I really enjoyed Mission Impossible. I thought it was mm-hmm. a terrific mm-hmm. movie. Uh, so those are my five.
0: All right. I like that. And I'm anxious to hear from Oliver. Give me well, five movies you loved. And you can, and, you know, I was kind of, tweaking everybody i mean uh summer at the movies this year is about oppenheimer and barbie but uh well,
2: you know you say that arch and i think it's absolutely true but this is a great this is going to be we, we're we're looking at, uh forward to what's going to be a fantastic year coming up in movies uh, mm-hmm. and we and it's been a very interesting uh, year so far obviously dominated by those two films uh which are excellent films but um You know, feast at the table, my friends, because it's going to be starvation after this. Right. Uh, You know, this is this is a wonderful, wonderful year of movies, and it might be several years before we get another year like this um, uh, because of the the devastating effects of this ongoing uh, work stoppage uh, and strike. what what
0: are you hearing out there by the way i'm just i'm really curious you're and you're in i mean uh
2: this strike arch has cost uh it's an estimated uh what like 300 billion dollars to the california economy i mean this has been a devastating across the board not just to los angeles not just to california but i mean uh every holiday that goes by we were hoping to have this resolved by fourth of july everyone was was looking at labor day and now The only thing that stopped the 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 last strike was you know uh, Iger almost lost his Oscar show over it and he wanted to stop it before the Oscar show. So now the question is, are is someone going to step in before awards season gets to full tilt um, to save our um, our sort of
0: traditional uh, awards uh, season? So I am very interested, by the way, in the fight between Charter Cable. And oh Disney. my god, yeah, that's uh, a
2: that happened on Friday. Uh, that really took everyone by
0: surprise. You can't watch ABC if you've got uh, do you have charter cable at your house? You
2: can't watch ESPN,
0: no Monday Night Football. I mean, uh, that's <laughs> like canceling Christmas in America. Well, what about uh, David Muir and the and the uh, sitting down strutting news? <laughs> so, I'm gonna
2: go a little bit outside of the box for my five arch. Uh, I'm gonna start with um. A Finnish action movie called Sisu, um, which is a super violent, kind of a Rambo-esque vengeance film. He was a Finnish commander,
1: lost his home and his family in the war. He became a one-man death squad.
2: You'll see what happens when you take everything from him. People who are fans of the Equalizer movie that was number one, the Equalizer 3, that was number one this weekend, or the John Wick films. I think this film was far superior to both of those films, both artistically and also just as a, uh, you know, action movie. Uh, oh, the
0: violence Danes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I, uh, I and, highly suggest uh, looking, uh, searching out. Have you seen it, Lou? Uh,
1: I have. It? I have. I liked it. You know, you can't beat violence in violent movies. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, <violence> but, <laughs> movies. but, you know, you, you you say that. this. If I recall correctly,
2: the lead character, I think, doesn't say a word in that whole movie no there's there's hardly any anything said in the film I don't think that I think the last in, and maybe in the last frame or something he might have said a word uh, but yeah there's no speaking thank God and you know there's no joke <laughs> after he kills someone right uh, like we're used to in uh, in American action movies it was such a relief um and then in, a, in another vein um, I'm gonna suggest um, uh, how to blow up a pipeline. Uh, which is uh, a uh, really good um, kind of political heist wow. movie, um, and it was really bringing the urgency of our um, environmental crisis in a, in a new light, uh, and through the eyes of the young people who it's going to affect the most. It's a you very saw
0: that in a theater in L.A.
2: Yes, yes. And I believe it's streaming. I don't know where. I'm trying to stop
1: the pipeline from being built on my property.
0: We have to show how vulnerable the oil industry is
2: by hitting something big. Michael, what do you think the odds are we blow ourselves up? I don't really care. I suggest that one. One that just came out. Um, I think last weekend. Um, and I think it's there in DC. Bottoms from uh Bottoms. Uh, from em- uh, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, a queer-sighted <laughs> comedy. Uh, it's a, it's kind of a, a mix. Of um, of uh, heathers and uh, but I'm a cheerleader. Um, and I, I if I was uh, if I was reviewing uh, back in your days, uh, Arch, I would call it um, but I'm a cage fighter. It's about uh, it's about two lesbian uh, t- uh high school students who start a fight club
0: to meet girls
1: ugly untalented gays please report to the principal's
0: office you created a fight club to get some coochie you know how to work that thing i know y'all ain't tickling the pearl i just don't know if you're supposed to be talking to us like that just like as a teacher
2: hilariously and absurdously funny um that young
0: actress is getting a lot of attention
2: yeah yeah her other
0: film is uh, also sounds very interesting the one before theater camp
2: um which i was also going to suggest yeah so there's two good uh comedies right now um and uh that that are really worth seeking out that and and comedy is hard to find right let's let's call her the star of the year right um a.o um etabiri from the from the um from the bear who was uh, mm-hmm. on and uh, bottoms and also in theater camp um so uh she's just had a tremendous year I love that film, Theater Camp, so search that one out. I want to suggest a uh, a documentary, um, uh, Little Richard, Everything Everywhere, or excuse me, I Am Everything. That's right, I Am Everything, Um, and uh, a, a very insightful documentary. I think it might be on PBS right now, I'm not sure, or it might be on HBO. Uh, that one is worth seeking out again really film that focuses a lot on how race and gender identity historically functioned especially in the american south uh you know before we had all of these um very sort of reductive con- uh, political conversations about uh, about those issues he created the rock and roll icon sorry y'all it wasn't Elvis. Little Richard's lyrics were too lewd to get their play on the radio. They was not that dirty. They were just as clean as you were.
1: Little Richard was
2: pronouncing his queerness. He didn't want to burn in hell. That's the way we were taught. So that that's one uh worth seeking out and what? um and I think that I did. I mention five. I think that that's I, five.
0: I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, my head is spinning. I'm, I'm, I'm going to double down head. on
2: moves uh, past lives. That's also going to get an Oscar nomination. Past lives. That's a small film uh, that's going to be going against these big films. Um, and uh, and it's one of the most moving romances that you'll be able to see this year.
0: OK, so now I came up with five very easily, but but uh, I've got to say uh, how taken I am with Oppenheimer. Uh, so much so that I went to see it twice and enjoyed it more the second time, even though I was watching it in uh, IMAX the second time, which I didn't think the movie needed. But I just love that giant big hunk of a story, uh, yeah. and and the second time I saw it, I loved the uh, the way uh, Nolan played off the uh, politics. Of uh, of uh, the guy who brought uh, Oppenheimer down, Louis Strauss, uh, versus uh, the manner in which uh, he was brought down. So Mm -hmm. uh, I it's 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 more than than I expected. Uh, I saw a piece of writing. My wife takes this this uh, magazine, The Christian Century. And they interviewed Greta Gerwig about Barbie. And she said, you know, really, it's um, a metaphor for Adam and Eve. And Barbie is driven out of Barbie land and has to discover uh, the the good things and bad things about humanity. And I just I thought that was uh, brilliant. Yeah. What do you think?
2: I think that's true. I mean, I, I think it, it it is. It has a fable like quality, um, uh-huh. and uh, to go along with its deep cinematic roots, which makes the film feels like something different than a than a lecture. Which let, let's face it, it's teetering yeah. in that direction. You know, at, at yeah. times I mean, it has a lot to to talk about and to express, especially um, around uh, feminism and and misogyny, and of course. Uh, I don't think that any movie has ever uttered the w- word patriarchy more than that one. Didn't feel like a um, like a, a college course, uh, even though it kind of was. Uh, and part of that is its fable like quality, and part of it is the deep cinema that it has. I mean, it's just a it's a movie. It's a movie.
1: Yeah. I, I think a lot of people, you know, thought Barbie wants to watch. It's going to be a stupid kids movie, yeah. but there are there are a lot of layers to that movie, and I think that's what makes it interesting. Um,
2: there's something for everyone, I think, in that movie. Brian Gosling is one of our great comedians. He's just so funny. I mean, in, in, in lots of movies and, and, and on Saturday Night Live, you know, I mean, um, he's just, he has a, an, a knack for comedy, for timing, for, for for different ways of doing takes and reactions. Uh, that's just uh, uncommon. I think because he's such a hunk, uh, we kind of missed how funny he is.
0: So as I was rounding out my five, uh the the first one that came to mind to me just enjoyable is air uh with damon and uh and his uh partner uh affleck affleck thank you you asked me
1: what i do here this is what i do i find you players and i feel it this time okay it's risky when you were selling sneakers out of the back of your plymouth that
2: was risky don't change that now for a rookie yes who's never set foot
0: on an nba court. That's the literal definition of rookie. Yeah, it's just enjoyable. And, and the wonderful role of uh, Michael Jordan's mother by... Yeah,
2: uh, Viola Davis.
0: Viola Davis. Uh, so air, uh, of course, and past lives, just because of the smallness of it and uh, the, uh, the touching nature of it and the fact that it never went where you expected the boy and the girl grow up in Korea and then she goes to New York and then he comes to visit and you think, ah, they're going to run off and have this wild sex. And, uh, and, and it's, it's completely uh, different from that. I was fishing around for movies. I just enjoyed watching (laughs) and I came up with no hard feelings.
2: Yeah that was a good you know, that was a good one, that was was a fun. Good
0: one. <laughs> if, i mean uh, you're talking about
2: comedy no i mean that's the thing arch i mean that the, the, this has been a good year for comedy right and and also you know i i think you just mentioned it i mean um a complicated romance, right? You know, when, when romance is not movie style, uh, but yeah. kind of more like what life is like.
0: We're looking for stuff to stream at home, and the pipeline is drawing, drawing up. So I'm starting to just uh, flip around there and see what movie I can find. The other night, we watched The Silver Linings Playbook, mm. and it was delightful with Jennifer Lawrence and uh, Bradley uh, Cooper and yep. De Niro and the family all wrapped up in gambling and uh, the the middle illness and. If
1: uh... you're talking comedy, have you seen Joyride? I think Joy Oh, oh, oh is yeah, I didn't see that really? one.
0: Um,
2: that's sort of a, a raunchy uh, with with Asian uh, women.
1: Uh, yes,
0: Asian run. Yes. Yeah,
1: it's it's it's. <laughs> It, it, it's. It, I thought it was terrific.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Funny, very funny, very uh-huh. raunchy, but very funny. Again,
2: so- this has been a banner year for comedy. This is just a banner year for movies, and uh, and um, <laughs> you know, the Scorsese movie hasn't even come out yet. I mean, we've got we've got great movies coming down the pipeline. You know, oh, right I'm now.
0: hearing about at least two things. One is the uh, the Leonard Bernstein uh, film with uh, Bradley Cooper and a fake nose. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: i really want to see that and uh the other is um poor things with emma stone
2: yes and, uh, that one really place- um blazed through the um the film festivals this weekend uh, we had the talluride and um and venice film festivals uh another one i'm excited about arch is um uh the holdovers from the great alexander Payne. uh paul mm, giamatti plays wow. a Frankie teacher who's stuck mm-hmm. in a New England um, uh, boarding school with a, uh, with a student who didn't go home over Christmas. Um, and uh, that one I've been, I've missed alexander payne uh so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one mr hundum hello mary i had you got stuck with
1: babysitting
2: duty this year how'd you manage that you just
1: earned yourself a detention sir Being right here with you is already one big detention. son of a bitch that's another detention do you think i want to be babysitting you no i was praying your mother would pick up the phone or your father would arrive in a helicopter or a flying saucer right, most of the kids dislike you pretty much hate you teachers too you know that right I find the world a bitter and complicated place,
0: and it seems to feel the same way about me. You know, in the last couple of weeks, I was fishing around, watching movies at night. I watched The Descendants again, and Alexander Payne just delight, and sideways... A film mm-hmm. I had just forgotten how delightful it is. Cinema Lou, I stepped on you. I didn't mean to. Well,
1: I, I, I was going to say, you know, Oliver, you were talking about this doom and gloom coming up. But we're also we're mentioning all these movies that people are excited about. There's a Julia Roberts has a new movie, Leave the World Behind. The Killers with David mm-hmm. Fincher, Wonka, oh. Ferrari, Priscilla. These have gotten like seven minute standing ovations at the film festivals. So there's a and, lot of good stuff coming up.
2: And this is some of the best directors that we have working, right? I mean, this, so so this is really, um, I mean, this is just a banner year for people like us uh, who like the movies uh, all out of proportion.
0: So we cannot say that uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer have finished it and uh, we should all just go home and pull our covers over our head and... I think
2: um I think the movie that we've been talking about in this podcast, Past Lives, could be uh could upset the apple cart uh throughout this um yeah. uh whole festival season. Um, you know, it's that good of a movie. Uh and also it would be very exciting to see a first-time filmmaker, you know, um going toe-to-toe with Scorsese and all these other heavyweights. Uh it's, well, just... it's
0: got something in common with the other kind of uh awardees like uh, Minari and uh... mm moonlight and uh you know it's got it that, was uh, it was produced uh, by barry
2: jenkins the director of moonlight Had it has a, a some of its dna in it
1: there was another one that that came out that has gotten some uh, shortcomings or shortcoming um a uh, very small movie again it's just oh, oh yeah,
0: right yeah
1: and that was a Based delightful the graphic novel
0: shortcoming yeah, yeah. lou that what, what is of the what is shortcomings uh, uh deal what's the plot
1: uh this couple that kind of um uh i don't want to give too much away but one woman is gay friends with this guy and he's trying to 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 um kind of forge a
2: relationship with this woman and
1: it's just it's very funny and, and it, it's it, it's a it's a film great that kind acting
2: fun of um uh, 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 cinema um lovers uh and uh and um uh, and it's a sort of a unlikable lead character uh, that gets somewhat redeemed. It's based on a great graphic novel by uh, the artist uh, Adrian Tomine. It's—I uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm excited
0: to. Hmm. Uh So, Cinema Lou, uh, when you're not at the cinema, what are you streaming these days? Well, this
1: is this is what I like this year. Yeah. I like Shrinking. Shrinking, I thought was terrific. Yes. Um, I. I I I thought that Mrs. Maisel redeemed itself after a couple of of kind of so-so seasons. I thought the last season was really good. I really enjoyed Mrs. Maisel. Barry, I thought Barry was great. I really like Dark Winds. Um, Mm -hmm. I've kind of, um, I've kind of, I've watched that like in the last week. I watched the first season. I thought it was really good and I'm watching the second one now. And also, I'm going to, there's two of them. I'm going to combine them together. Dope Sick, and painkillers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it's the same topic they're they're different but they're the same topic very important topic and i really enjoyed those as dope well. sick
0: was especially strong yeah of of the yeah
1: and i i thought what i thought would make what really made painkillers is before each each show you had a real life family telling their story oh, and it, i thought God. that really hit home
0: yeah um, wow and uh, dope sick and painkillers they're both about uh uh big pharma and fentanyl and uh pain yeah the, and the
2: sacklers um, and, and the Purdue Sackler pharmacy family.
0: and yeah yeah wow one I'm of Barry. the best
2: documentaries that came out last year um was a movie called all the beauty and the bloodshed about the photographer nan golden and her fight against the sacklers uh and mm. mm-hmm. So uh and that's a really moving and unusual documentary about a great uh American artist. So uh if you know if you're interested in that topic and you haven't seen that one, Lou, definitely look that up. You'll you'll be I, moving.
1: I actually I have seen it. It was oh, yeah, it's it. good,
2: isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Oliver, what about you? What are you streaming?
2: Well, you know, um I don't know if this surprises me much, Arch, but I don't get much of a vacation around here. Um uh, maybe it's because <laughs> I don't have much of a job. I don't know. Uh but um I uh, I started watching um, uh, Justified City of Primeval uh, based on the Elmore Leonard novel because it mm-hmm. felt like it, it felt like a trashy beach read, uh, you know, <laughs> in front of my eyes. Right. You know, it it, ha- it has a real Elmore Leonard grit to it. And we've lost a, a, a Dutch Leonard a few years ago. And uh, and there's just yeah. nothing. If you want to read a trashy novel, he is the he is the Shakespeare of them. Uh and uh and it and um Timothy oliphant plays uh, that character really well. It takes place in Detroit. Um, so I like that one. And then also uh an, an old favorite that I've been championing on this show is now in its uh, second season, um This Fool on um on Hulu, um about uh, uh, two cousins in uh in South Los Angeles uh trying to get their lives together. Uh the second season just started, and uh I've I watched the first episode and I laughed all the way through. It was a, it 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 deals uh, it's a comedy that deals directly with crippling depression. So it's right up my alley.
0: This fool, that's the one where the guy works in sort of the uh the center in South LA. It's yeah. kind of a mental health center. Or it's a, sell, it's a transition uh, center
2: for um for people that are getting out of prison and it's a guy who's trying to help his cousin um uh get a you know a, a transition from life inside uh to outside by selling cupcakes
0: <laughs> cupcakes yeah um, they sell cupcakes.
2: Uh, but uh th- that
0: went out of business i and, saw that uh, that's very funny
2: yeah well it's also extremely los angeles and it's the los angeles that most of you don't get to see you know um we, we you, you get to see this sort of kardashian style la uh, which is not really the one, um, that, at least that I live in, and it's not the one that I love. Every day it's the same thing with you. Do
0: something with your life, go get a job. I served my time, got out, got my life together. Damn, y'all living in the
2: garage? This shit is sad. I got a garage, you know who live up in there? A car, not two Mexicans. This TV show, um, this fool, really represents the city that I know and that I'm, I consider myself a
0: part of. So I want to throw back to both of you guys uh, again I'm kind of obsessed with the fact that this big cable system Charter is uh in a pissing match with Disney and they're not showing Disney and if I read it right in LA you can't watch the ABC network is that am I correct on that
2: Yep uh we ha- you haven't been able I don't I I cut the cord uh so I'm not uh-huh. uh not personally um feeling the pain here um, you know, I can get my football fix if I need it, but my friends on the west side, you know, are not getting ESPN. They're not getting their Sports Center, uh, and um, I mean, and you gotta, you gotta understand. I mean, uh, sports in American culture, like to take it away from that, I mean, uh, that uh, might even be a big, bigger deal than losing in, um, uh, ABC.
0: Well, sports is the only thing propping up broadcast networks, if you ask me. Cinema Lou, this, this is your venue
1: well here's you know first of all these these uh, uh, fights seem to go on all the time and eventually they cancel everybody makes up and everybody's happy the the difference i think now is there are so many other options if somebody i have cable and, and because my wife works in the industry we get a good mm-hmm. discount otherwise i would cut the cord you can get all of those networks all of those you know services by going elsewhere so I think they're both shooting themselves in the foot. I really do. Well, um, I
0: understand that Charter is uh, directing people to uh, YouTube and Roku and maybe Freebie and uh, and that you can get uh, the uh, football games uh, that way. The,
2: the, the other thing that makes this different uh, than uh, past disputes like this, Lou, is the state of the Walt Disney Company right now um which is uh, um you know one of the center figures along with netflix and amazon in this um uh, current labor dispute here um and um and also you know they've made a lot of bombs of movies this year you know they're um they just are not doing as well on many many fronts and you know robert Iger was one of the heroes of the last strike and he's one of the main villains in this strike and has continued to stay there so I mean, this is putting a tremendous amount of pressure on him and on the company at a time when um, you know it was it was feeling more of that than it ever had, uh, it, it, at least in a long, long time. A lot of these cable outfits and,
1: and 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 companies that own television networks and stations, they make their money from retransmission fees. And yeah. I, I mean, said something like charter made 2.2 $2 billion, if I'm not mistaken, in, 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 fee, in fees this year or last year. I mean, wow. that's going to that's gonna go away. It has to. It's not a sustainable business model, I don't believe.
0: The only reason we have cable now is so uh, Gina, my wife, can watch um, Major Crimes <laughs> and The Closer. On some channel, she found—I uh, <laughs> don't even know what the name of the channel is—and <laughs> yeah, I, I would have to sit down and teach her how to find those th- things on the smart TV. But I was telling her this morning, we we have a house in North Carolina, and Charter is our cable provider there. Mm. So I said, "This this is going to be it." This is right. the thing that's gonna get you <laughs> into the future. You're yeah. not happy about it.
1: I gotta say, speaking about the future, one thing I didn't I i, I was gonna mention when we were talking about movies coming out. Welcome to the era's tour. is this Taylor Swift uh, concert oh, movie. I know we're not we're not the target audience, I don't believe. No. <laughs> but but you know, I read somewhere where it said it could be the, the Bieber, Justin Bieber uh, movie made $90 million. This could beat it. This is going to beat it the first week and it's out. This has been the most extraordinary experience of my entire life. He looks so
0: pretty like a funny we're about to go on a little adventure together. And that adventure is going to span 17 years of music.
1: How does that sound? I, I think mm. the first day or two that tickets were available, AMC sold my buddy's AMC. They sold like $26 million in advance sale. The movie doesn't come out for another month or so.
2: Uh, this is going to be a huge huge blockbuster. Well, not not only that Cinema Lou but it, it it's a it's a situation that could really change movie distributing because she went to the studios with this her and her father went to the studios and they didn't like the deal that they were getting. They were getting nickel and dime from the studio. So they went directly to AMC and uh and Mm. kind of deal uh with amc directly um where they're going to give you up the profits they're all they already had you know record pre-sales the likes that they've never seen before you know and i think that we can start seeing you know more of this you know um uh where where this can be an entire end around around these studios which again are not exactly having a great summer or a great year, you know. And this is just another, just another sort of nail in the coffin of the of the traditional business.
0: Wow, it's just, it it makes my head spin. And speaking yeah. of making my head spin, it's time to check in with Lou Katz in the headquarters of Hound Radio. Well, you know, everybody's head spinning, especially kids, they're back to school. And Hound Radio has a special treat for back-to-schoolers.
2: If you love the idea of winning free Starbuck's coffee and other cool goodies then enroll at Hound Radio Drool School. It's tuition-free, and we have a sumo cum laude graduate every week. We'll even send out an official Drool School diploma, suitable for framing or filling up your recycle bin. Enrolling is easy. Go to houndradio.com. It's from the Internet's only Ivy League
0: station, Hound Radio. I love to talk about contemporary things uh, on this uh, show, and I think we need to discuss uh, the passing of Jimmy Buffett which uh, I think had uh, a surprising impact, uh, the the uh, love for him and uh, his place in uh, American culture. And any thoughts on Jimmy Buffett? I, I have many thoughts
2: on Jimmy Buffett. You know, sometimes if you ever go to, um, if you're ever forced to go to court and you see someone appear in front of a judge and they're wearing flip-flops instead of shooting... <laughs> I think you can blame <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. You know, we didn't have this problem in society before Jimmy Buffett showed up uh, and um, somehow made uh, flip-flops and a a suitable thing for American Look men up. to wear no matter where they went. T-shirt. But I always felt Those about socks. Yeah, oh no, never. Um I always felt about that, you know, his his signature song Margaritaville. Nimbling on Sponge Cake. Watching the
1: sun bake.
2: All of those tourists covered with oil. And that people thought of him as sort of a party, you know, a kind of uh, a, a sort of party mindset, but that 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 song terrifies me. It's it, it's like it's like a version of uh, T.X. Eliot's Wasteland. Uh, it's, it's about sort of the meaningless of, of American existence, you know, uh, cutting your feet while walking back home and all you have is the booze and the blender. It just seems like... Uh, Something like purgatory or death. But everyone else thought it was a party. <laughs> Cinema Lou, can you top I, I, that?
1: I, I cannot. I'm not going to try. But I, <laughs> I'm, I, I like Buffett. I must say I've, I've been to a lot of great concerts, a lot of iconic concerts. In fact, I saw all four Beatles, not, not together but separately. Yeah. Wow. And so I feel like I'm, I've seen a lot of great uh, rock and rollers. Buffett, I did not see, but you have to appreciate his music and you have to appreciate what he's done and also his business. I mean, yeah, he's...
0: he was really uh, <laughs> a smart businessman.
2: Another thing that I thought of Arch when he when he passed away were those amazing interviews between um, Ed Bradley and Jimmy Buffett on 60 Minutes all those years that mm-hmm. uh, they had this incredible rapport those two guys and uh, and uh, uh, just how memorable and moving that was and what a great friendship uh, they had and showed on television.
0: I did a Jimmy Buffett concert live on Channel 4 and covered the parking lot uh, party beforehand. And uh, during my report, a parrot got on my shoulder and started eating the straw hat I was wearing. (laughs) (laughs) And that was par for the course. And I've never seen, uh, you know, tailgating like they were having uh, at the Buffett concert and several women came up to the cameraman and flashed him <laughs> <laughs> unsolicited. <laughs> what can I say? And uh, we're running out of time, so we got about a minute left. What should we recommend for the weekend? Blue.
1: Well, I'm at the beach, so I'm going yeah. I'm, I'm not walk, I'm not going to the movies this week. I'm taking a break. But when I come
0: back, I'll see bottoms. Bottoms. Is that- okay. okay. And Oliver yeah, I'm gonna suggest uh
2: um go see bottoms. Another reason to see it is um comedy stylings of uh, uh Marshawn Lynch, the former uh running back uh, for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh he improvises entirely in the movie and he is just hilarious. Uh he's so funny.
0: And uh I'm gonna recommend you stream reservation dogs about uh kids on an indigenous uh, reservation in Oklahoma and their adventures, and they just wrapped up third season, and it's different and creative. And so uh, here we go into the fall season. Cinema Lou, thank you so much for joining us today. And Oliver Jones, it's always a pleasure. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. This is the CATS podcasting system, where it's not just a podcast, but a pod cats.